Hello everyone and welcome to Love and Happiness with Sheila and um, this podcast has been recorded today Wednesday October the 13th and um, I didn't have time to pre-record it and so I'm recording it today and um, releasing it now for you all to hear and so I hope you all are having a great week so far Um, So far, my week has been um, okay. It's been pretty busy. Um, I've been working on so many things right now that um, I've been keeping pretty busy. And um, of course, I'm doing, you know, the spiritual work and um, dealing with the kids, the home and stuff like that. So lately, it's been pretty busy. But um, needless to say, I'm doing my best to stay positive. I'm finding it to be a little bit of a challenge lately. Um, And I don't know why, but um, I'm trying to figure out just what is happening with me. Um, And so I've been looking into my diet to see if it's maybe diet related. Um, Because the more I start to look into living a healthy life, a holistic lifestyle, which is mind, body, and spirit, um, because what I've been aware of, made aware of, is that the mind, body, and the spirit has a connection, and we have to be healthy in all three aspects of those places in um, in order to live, you know, a fulfilling life. And so we have to live conscious right and so the things that we eat and um the things that we think about the words we speak and the way we feel um overall is is really does impact our overall life and as i've been diving into spirituality and who i am as a human being i'm finding out that there's a lot that we are not um thought Um, that's not being, you know, that we were not instructions that we were not giving as, um, in our younger days that are extremely, extremely helpful and are extremely important to know if we're going to live a a successful life. You know, oftentimes people think that, you know, your diet is not that important as as long as you're full you know, and you have energy, that's all that matters. And um, no one tells us that our thoughts are important. And we have to be mindful of the thoughts that we think, because it impact how we attract things in life. And um, whether we're motivated or not has a lot to do with the thoughts that will keep replaying in our mind. And so what I've been finding out is that when you hold too many negative thoughts, in your mind, it actually drains your energy. The energy that you have for each day, it gets um, it gets like wasted really fast on negative thoughts. Nothing drains your energy. Um, has science has been proving, and so it's been tested and proving that negative thoughts really do drain out your energy. And so this is why it is important that we are mindful of our thoughts, right? And a few episodes ago, I told you all that there were times where I felt a little bit negative 
and some things would happen to me and um, I would replay them in, in my mind, you know, and I would sit there and soak in my misery, so so to say, you know, for a while because I thought that was okay. You know, I didn't want to call my mom and bother her with things that, that would be bothering me or burden my friends um, with some of those things. And so I would try to process them on my own. But oftentimes is I would be a little bit negative about it, the situation, right? And so I would find myself feeling drained and no energy. And I couldn't understand why because I was exercising, I was eating right. And so recently I found out that negative thoughts will drain and zap your energy. And so the whole mind-body-spirit connection is real. And so we do have to be mindful at all times of the food that we're eating because it does impact how we feel in our body and um, in our spirit. And we have to be mindful of our internal dialogue because that does impact our confidence in ourselves and what we feel like we can do in life or we can't do in life and all those stems from our internal dialogue, right? And so my word for you today is a word that I've spoken before, but I feel like it's important that we constantly remind ourselves of these things. And so my word for you again today is to know that all things are possible and that um, you can pretty much achieve anything that you want as long as you believe in yourself that you can do it. I know it sounds like a little bit cliche because people say that a lot, believe in yourself and you can achieve anything but oftentimes um, from my own experience we embark on a journey and we embark on achieving a specific goal and we don't believe that we can actually achieve that goal right and so we kind of work against ourselves it's like a self-defeating prophecy um, we go to get the job which which is an example I like to use because it's fresh in my mind um, for some reason. It always pops to the front of my mind. And so I would go for a job interview in the past, in my younger days, in my 20s. And um, I would be fearful that I would not get the job that I want, right? And so instead of thinking that the interview interview is going to go well, the people are going to like me, they're going to vibe with me, they're going to see my asset and things like that, I would be thinking the complete opposite. I would be nervous and anxious and I will allow my mind to take me there and I will envision myself not getting the interview, right? And so if per se, the interview did not go well, I would go home and wondered what happened without realizing that I was pretty much giving myself like the thumbs down for getting that job because of my internal dialect right and so no one really tells us that yes go ahead and pursue your dream but you also have to make sure we also have to make sure let me not just say you because I'm included in that statement we also have to make sure that our internal dialect 
and that what we're envisioning is actually getting us towards that goal, right? And so if we want to accomplish something, we need to, to have tunnel vision, right? Tunnel vision, we need to make sure that our feelings and our thoughts are directed um, to the outcome that we want. And so the best thing for me to have done back in my 20s is to get prepared ahead of time and practice the interview questions that I felt like I I wasn't sure about so I knew how to express myself because the reason why I realized I was being negative is because I wasn't confident, right? I wasn't confident, you know, my early 20s, first and second, third jobs. You don't really know what you're doing, right? And so the best thing for me to have done at that time is to practice the questions, review the company policy and stuff like that online and read a little bit more about the company, know what they're about, you know, understand my skill set, what I bring to the table and focus on that and really go in there to engage and learn from the interviewer and have a friendly dialect, right? That should have been my mindset if that's the job that I want. And the week prior to my interview, I should have been prepping for the clothes that I'm going to wear that I feel comfortable in so I can present myself well, make sure I knew the hairstyle I was going to wear that day. Just pretty much prepare 100% for that interview because that's what I wanted. And so I needed to make the preparation for myself to let myself know this is what I want. And so I am going to put all the effort in that says that I am worthy to get this job. I'm worthy to get what I want. And my focus should have been on practicing daily, how I'm going to answer the questions, how I'm going to feel on that day, visualize myself, you know, um, greeting the interviewer with a big smile and the interviewer smiling back at me, me feeling really comfortable, praying over the interview, asking for guidance and like asking for favor. That's how I should have been thinking, right? That's what the work should have been. And so making sure that when I woke up that day, I ate a good breakfast, you know, did a little bit of exercise. If I was feeling a little bit anxious, do a little bit of stretching in the morning so that when I go there, I would be feeling good in my body. My mind will be clear and focused and I would be excited for that interview and so with everything in life this is how we need to approach our goals right and so we need to have tunnel vision when it comes to our goals and we need to be mindful of the things that we're saying about the things we're trying to accomplish that we're not adding negativity to things that we want to achieve because when we do that we work against ourselves we make it harder for us to achieve our dreams and um, it becomes an internal bot battle. Can I do this? Yes, I want to do this, but can I do that? And so what happens is when we do the negative stuff, the opposite stuff, it kind of like diminish our, you know, belief in ourselves. And belief is very big. To believe in oneself is major, right? Believing that you can accomplish something is major. No one else is going to give us the confidence that we need. Self-confidence, right? Self is something that we give ourselves, And so therefore, self-confidence stems from how we speak to ourselves internally, our internal dialect, 
how we view ourselves is how other people are going to view us, right? We can't expect from for people to give us confidence. Confidence must come from us and the way that we feel about ourselves is the way that other people is going to feel about us. So our insecurities, when we have them, we may think that we're hiding them well, but once we get out there around people, people can most likely tell our areas of you know, low confidence and our areas of high confidence because we interact with the world through how we believe we feel about ourselves. You know, it's not something that we can really hide for long. And even if we can hide them for a little bit of time, eventually who we truly are will be exposed, right? We can only put on a mask for so long because there are certain things, if it's not in you, if it's not in us, it's just not in us. And people will take note and take notice of that. And so we want to make sure that we are filling ourselves up, you know, and um, my younger self, I used to think like having a high self-esteem was bad and um, it made you conceited and being conceited was wrong. And so therefore I used to not try to boost my self-confidence so much because I thought that being that confident was not good, right? And so I had a limiting belief when it came to confidence. But as I grew older, I realized the difference between confidence and being cocky or being conceited. There's a difference, right? And the difference is we must have a healthy confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we can achieve. We must love ourselves. We must think that we are enough. And um, we must know that we have something valuable to offer the world. And that is very important to be happy and to feel fulfilled. And it's not something that anyone can give to us, right? And so our friends can't give these things to us, a relationship can't give these things to us, a job, money, accolades, and the world cannot give these things to us. It is something that we need to give to ourselves, right? And so if you're wondering, well, Sheila, how do I do that? My confidence is not that high, so how can I get confidence? Well, confidence comes with our internal self-talk. Oftentimes, I realize that there are some things that were spoken over me by relative, a teacher, or someone in authority that were not very positive and those internal dialogue can sometimes you know play in our mind and we try to overcome them like if someone told us like we're not smart enough and we're trying to achieve something like get you know a degree and so we're constantly struggling in certain classes is because of that word spoken over us and so the way that we rearrange the recording that's in our mind those negative things that were spoken over us either by a parent or someone in authority or a teacher or something like that is by doing our affirmations right by having key affirmations by looking into ourselves and see where we're lacking in confidence and find out where that stemmed from. You don't really always need to get to the root cause, I found out, to um, change the recording that's in our mind. You don't really need to know which parent or which teacher or who said this to us as a child in order to 
change the recording. What's important is to know that the recording is there and that's what's causing us to not feel as good as we want to. And so affirmation is really good. Taking good care of yourself, um, loving yourself for who you are with your faults and all. And the reason why you want to love yourself with your faults and all is because you can always change the things about yourself that you are not happy with. And so there's no need to feel no shame about it or to feel any kind of negative way about things that you are lacking in, especially in confidence. Because if you're lacking in an area of your life, you can always improve on that, right? So there's no need for for feeling animosity or any kind of negativity about something in you that you notice is a flaw that you would like to improve on because we can improve on our flaws if we want to if we put the work in and so what i've done is to write down my goals for my self-confidence the things that i want to work in work on such as you know my internal dialogue i want to be more positive with myself and i want to love myself more right and so i will write that down And I will do some affirmations that will target those things that I'm trying to improve, right? And so I've told you guys that in 2020, I had an injury. And so because of that, I wasn't able to do much moving around and I was in bed and I had gained a lot of weight. To some people, it wasn't a lot of weight, but for me, it was because my stomach was not looking the way that I want. I was just not feeling good about my looks right and so when I started feeling a little bit better because I couldn't exercise like the way I used to I started taking baby steps I started taking baby steps I was just exercising for literally just five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night because that's literally all I could do I would do yoga in the morning for five minutes I would do a little bit of exercise for five minutes and so that's all my body could could do at the time. But it's funny because when I first started doing it, I didn't really notice any improvement or anything happening until like the third week or so. And I started feeling good about myself. I started feeling confidence, my confidence coming back on. And I started feeling loving myself, even though the five minutes weren't really make, showing any improvement physically. I wasn't losing any weight. My stomach wasn't coming down any, but I was feeling good, right? And so as the weeks came, turned to months and the months turned into year to a year, right? I saw result in about six months. So it's like for three months, I was feeling better. I was feeling a little bit better. I was getting more clarity. And, um, but it wasn't until six months and I woke up one day and I was just like, whoa, I felt so much better. It's almost like a new me was reborn. I was doing my affirmations, my exercise, you know, my yoga. And six months later, I was feeling completely different from how I was feeling six months earlier. And this is what I mean. Like when we take baby steps baby small step usually turn into big things so don't don't underestimate the baby steps that you're taking towards your goals those baby step over time will have big impact 
towards what you're trying to achieve. So my words for you today is, if you're battling with self-confidence issues and you want to improve your self-confidence, I want you to write down the areas of yourself that you would like to work on, create affirmations to target those key areas, and do them, practice them daily as often as you want to do them, and start practicing positive self-talk with yourself because that is really important for self-confidence, and try to look at your diet because how you treat yourself actually does have a big impact on your confidence. How you're treating yourself, the food that you eat, that you're intaking, and also exercising, also release um, endorphins in your body that feel good feeling that you want to, to feel motivated and feel good. So a little bit of exercise can do that for you. If you can do five minutes in the morning, I recommend doing that in five minutes at night. And over time, try to go do more, you know, give yourself like some goals and write them down. Like say, okay, so month one, this is what my goal is going to be. And month two, this is what my goal is going to be. And try to be realistic about your goals so that you can create realistic goals so you can achieve them. Because when you achieve a goal that also boosts your confidence, because you feel like you can achieve something. And when you can achieve one thing, then you know, I can achieve something else, right? And so self-confidence sometimes is not something that just come to us. Some sometime we have to cultivate our own self-confidence. You know, we have to work on it. Um, over time, you know, life can take a toll on our confidence. And so it is ultimately up to us to rebuild those confidence back into ourselves, you know? And so those are the tools that I've put in place to help me with my self-confidence. And I can tell you it has worked for me tremendously because, um, you know, all the things that had happened 2019 and 2020 um, had really taken a toll on my confidence. And when I started to working on it, that's when I started seeing a big improvement, especially in my internal dialogue. You know, I used to think that it didn't matter of the thoughts that I just allowed to just run through my mind. And so with prayer and meditation, I was able to, you know, focus my mind to be more positive, right? And so I'm just going to review to you guys the things that I've been doing. So exercising, doing yoga, prayer and meditation, writing my goals onto those areas that I wanted to work on confidence in that I felt like I lacked confidence in and basically writing affirmations to target those places and being mindful of my internal dialogue when it regards to myself and so doing these little things you know step by step day by day have really improved my self-confidence and gave me the energy that I want you know watching what I eat also has been major in my life and the thing with food is that I have discovered through research is that the type of food that we eat actually activates certain emotions in our body and can cause us to either feel good or groggy, right? And so we want to stay away from fast food and things like that. 
things that are going to zap our energy. Too much sugar is really not good for us. Too much caffeine is not good um, for us. And so these things that are causing imbalance in our moods, we want to make sure that we eliminate those things out of our diet because it also impacts our mind, our, our ability to have clear thinking, to be able to feel good, and to work on those things that we want to work on. All right, you all. So this is what I wanted to share with you all today about self-confidence. And um, there's nothing wrong by saying that I noticed that, you know, I lost some confidence in certain area. And this is why I'm being so vulnerable about this. And I'm being honest because it's something that I noticed that even with my friends, they're just not feeling as confident, as motivated as they could be as they have like they've been in the past and so as I started applying these things I share them with my circle of friends and I've noticed that they've also been improving in those areas as well I've noticed a great boost of confidence among my friends that I talk to because I'm constantly motivating them and reminding them of what they need to be doing in order to stay afloat in life. Because although I love my friends, I don't need them to depend on me for everything. I want them to be able to depend on themselves and feel good about who they are. Because when you feel good about yourself, you present yourself in a whole different way to the world. All right, you all, so this was my word for you today. I hope you receive it well, and I wish that the rest of your way, I mean, the rest of your week is um, blissful and beautiful. All right, so I will talk to you all on Sunday. Until then, have a blessed day, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye for now.